podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our Memorial Day sale, save $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, Queen Now $17.99, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers Forum Show. Uh, I'm your host tonight, Keith Plunke, and I'm joined tonight by Grizz, by Peter, and by Phil. Now, lad, great to have you all on board. Myself and Grizz are new to the forum. We don't usually be around these neck of the woods, but it's um, honoured. Like, yeah, no, we. You know, it's it's amazing. You know, we, me and you, Keith, we've done so many shows, but. We've we've not done a show with the main man himself, like yeah, Phil Case. It's yeah. like I'm like overawed. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm actually quite nervous. <laughs> I needed a bit of time just to calm me down before the show. Yeah, yeah. This, this, stuff. this is just a euphemism for the Liverpool back four this weekend. This is well, this is amazing. We're honored. I, I I think I speak on behalf of Keith. We're we're honored to be on the forum. We really are. Very much so. But no, no, the forum, the forum, I think, has been a, a great idea from the lads when they came up with it. And I think the shows have been excellent. You know, the format's been great. This week, it's a little bit different. This week, we're going to look at, we said over the international break, what can we do? You know, there's no Liverpool on. So what other way around it can we get? So the lads came up with the idea, a very good idea, of picking. Was your idea, Phil? Probably mine. Uh, no, um, no, it was Andy's because it involves football. If it didn't yeah, involve true. football, it would have been mine. So very much so. I thought it might have been yours around something else, and we just turned it into football. But the idea tonight basically is we're gonna the lads have all sent in a team which is gonna be a flare eleven and uh as the IKEA eleven as Phil calls them, they they're just functional, not very sexy, not very attractive, but do the job to a very high level and high standard eleven. The lads have all put their teams in, and we're just going to go through some of their selections. Now, for everyone in the comments, if you have any names that you want to throw at us here and any reasoning behind it, we'll try and get as many of them on the screen. We'll try and get a bit of chat. But this could, strap ourselves in, this could be a long one. Um, lads, the idea of uh, doing these teams, did you find it difficult to come up with? We'll start with the flares. Um, Phil, I'll start with you. Did you find it hard thinking of flare players, or were the flares easier than the, the, the IKEAs? Honestly, Keith, I have to say, um, I found it really hard because, like, 
football and sport for me is sort of drifting away as we're stuck in easy turn and lockdowns, right? And it's like, it's very hard to watch sports without without fans. And I think the flare thing and the non-flare thing really brings it home because when, when you watch all these lads doing amazing things on the television, it's the reaction from the crowd. You know when, when somebody does something incredible and you just hear the gasp, it's an intake of air just as they do it and people just go silent and go, how did that happen? Yeah. Like that, that to me is, and that, that really brings it down. And then when you have the functional lads, it's like, it's just, they just do things that make everything uh, that orchestrate and, and happen around them. And it's just such, it's such a shame because it's, I, I like you looked at the, just every time you turn on television and you just want to see a crowd involved in the game. And I, I know it's mad because I, I watch a lot of American sports in here in Boston and Chicago. And um, there's the, like, I find, that when I look at the, the the college games and you see that they have 25, 30,000 in some stadiums and not in other stadiums, it makes a huge difference to the, even the sense that's going on, the impact it has on the other teams and everything like that. So yeah. trying to pick flair over function just sort of made me feel a bit sad mm-hmm. that we're still stuck in a situation where we don't have fans in stadiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's 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 certainly having an impact on the game as a spectacle, isn't it? But you know, it's good to hark back at some of these players from our, our past. They're not too distant past in most cases, but a few thrown in. Pete, how did you find it? Did you, the same as Phil, that it sort of brought a tear to your eye thinking about the good old days? Yeah, look, I mean, Phil and I grew up together, so you looking back, things were always yeah. better. Yeah, we exactly. did. We, we, we're neighbours, Grizz. Me and Pete go were. back back to when since yeah. we were four or five years old. Yeah, uh, big time. But, you know, for me... Just, I suppose, like Phil is saying, but things were better. Football was better. You know, the way it was covered was better. I think, you know, the way sport in general is saturated all over the box. I mean, literally, I don't know if anybody is old enough to remember, but sometimes you tune into match of the day as a 12, 13-year-old, and you genuinely wouldn't know the scores. Everything is, it's yeah, got, you know, you have a great to, shot. Yeah. yeah, but you have to, you have to go, you, you have to go a little bit, uh, Deeper now, even to be entertained. To be honest with you, so you know when I was going, when I was going there, uh, when I was going through the flare and non-flare level. Pete, no, I, 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 I tune into matches today now, and I'm like, who are they? I don't even know the teams. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what are they doing in the top division? Uh, and how did he end up there? But, Yonville uh, Town yeah, will be up in the Premiership. It, it, exactly, exactly. It's it's to be honest with you, it, everything is diamond dozen now. When I was filling out, particularly the flare team, it was kind of yeah. You know, you forget how magic some of these players were. You know, a lot of a lot of fellas in the WhatsApp group are saying, geez, you picked him, you picked him. And then you look at the numbers behind it. For example, one of my centre halves scored nearly two hundred goals. You know, you, yeah. you you wouldn't see that today. You wouldn't see that today. So I think we're gonna have a good time going through, but things were better yesterday than they are. I think I, I what, what smacked it. what smacked me, and I know Neil was meant to be on this, but he didn't meet the deadline to, for inclusion. Um but what smacked mm-hmm. me was how we picked so many players of, of say from the, the Champions League generation on. And I actually yeah. sort of thought about this and I actually think it genuine reason for why that's the case. And it's because football has been made more attacking based and attack minded based, right? And the way the laws of the games have changed has led us to a situation where we see a lot more attack based play than we would have said, say, in the 80s or the 70s or 80s, where Cat and football do- dominated in Italy and you had these defensive, um, monstrous type teams itself. Nowadays, even the defensive teams have some element of attacking capabilities that sits, sits there, right? So, like, I just think that it, it, there's a natural sort of 
desire to look at players that we see recently and also we got to see an awful lot more of them like when when we start talking about lads that we've that, that I'm sure people throw in names it's very hard to compare say Franz Beckenbauer because we only see the videos of what was recorded and what was played as opposed to the other centre backs that we're going to talk about who we have see 24-7 football constant coverage every league game they play no matter where they are in the world plus Champions Leagues plus internationals so you get a real sense of what these players do in their ups and downs scales whereas we don't see it with Beckenbauer when you see Beckenbauer you just see this immense domineering centre half who changed the way centre halves played in the 70s for Germany so it's like and, and in the 60s so it's like these things I think people need to keep that in mind when we talk about I'm, I'm absolutely all on for talking about old names but in relative to the game, the game is speeded up and it's completely different to what it was in the 80s and the 70s even. So it's, it's a very different game from the mid-90s on to where we are today. It's a very good point, very good point. Grizz, are you in agreement with Phil there that it's, you know, the game has changed and that's why a lot of the, the players that we're going to look at are very recent. You know, the, there's a lot of video footage. You know, if I was picking a team in this, I'm not going to lie, mine would be a lot of grainy black and white shit that no one ever heard of. But... I'm yeah, there's, him, so. there, there's no way I'm going to disagree with Phil because we'll be here all night. So pass on to the next <laughs> one. Very, very good point. <laughs> yeah, fourth time on them, Grace. You've learned a lot. You've learned a lot already. I tell you, I have, honestly. Grace, I think you've lost a bit of weight there, mate. You're looking great. Correct. Next. Yeah, friend, congratulations <laughs> on the award, mate. Congratulations <laughs> on the award. Very nice important. Nice one, yeah, Pete. Thank important. you, Very important. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. But now, listen. Generally, generally, I agree with Phil. It is, it is of course, it's changed. Of course, it's difficult to compare. I found, I found picking uh, the Flay Eleven very, very easy, mm. um, as you do because they're the players that stand out. They're the players in your memories. They're the the big moments, the big players, the Flair players, the highlights. Everything is about Flair, Flair, Flair. But um, it's interesting when we come towards the end of the conversation and and once we've selected and see because I think. If I remember rightly, the aim of the game is sort of who would win. Yeah. And it's interesting to see how we compare the two teams and who we think would win, because I think we may have differing opinions. But mm-hmm. let's get it started. Let, let's, let's get, get it started. Yeah. Let's no, get it started, because the Bears are kicking off at quarter past <laughs> one in the morning. I want to be on. We'll get you in for the third quarter, don't worry. Um, right, lads, we'll start with the goalkeeper, right? Now... We're going to look at the flare goalies first. And there's a reason I have my Columbia top on tonight. And it's it's a protest about who he was having picked in goal here. So <laughs> we're going to look at the three keepers that were selected. So, Phil, you went with Manuel Neuer. Grizz went for Campos. And Pete went for Brucey Grobler. Right? Three very different goalkeepers. Um, it's obvious who I think it should have been, but I'm not in this boat. Phil. Manuel Neuer, and you're the next goalkeeper, and you have a, a great knowledge of goalkeepers from any pods I've done with you. I would be very interested on your take on this, right? So, Manuel Neuer is an excellent goalkeeper. Tell me why you think he's the, the flair choice for you. Well, for me, all the names you mentioned went through my head when I thought, who was the maddest sort of goalkeeper? So, then I said, well, actually, mad goalkeeper against flair goalkeeper, right? So, yeah. if we talk about flair, it's talking about watching something and you look at them and you go, how the fuck do they do that? They're changing the face of the game. They do something which completely reinvents how the game is played. They do something that you can't... When, when somebody mentions to you Manuel Neuer, you don't think of him as a goalkeeper who just wanted to dribble out from the back, right? But he does it. You don't... You think of this human wall that just 
basically can do everything, right? And also do the mad things. When, but when he stepped into midfield with the ball, when he did things that we hadn't seen before, where he was where he was making tackles on his own halfway line, win the ball. And next minute he's appearing in their half and playing balls into the pitch, and it's not a dead ball. It's ridiculous. It's madness when when you step back. Now I actually. I'm sort of, initially I would have gone, I have to say, I would have gone with Grizz's show for Campos because anyone who's who's in, your, in a World Cup squad is about a forward and a goalkeeper has to be in, in the flair show. Higita, listen, I absolutely adored the fella, right? He, his, his backstory and all, but there's, there's an element of, of the madness that fits with Higita, that fits with Grobler, that fits with Bartes, that has this genius in madness, right? But yeah. when... I'm talking about flair as in the style of play. For me, so when I was picking my team, we talked about flair. I'm talking about the style of play and what they bring to the game and how they revolutionise how the game was played and how they revolutionise what we saw a player do. So when somebody says to you, Hagita, we immediately think scorpion kick. Yeah. Right? Or we think of him being dispossessed on the halfway line by Roger Miller, who was 406 years old, and then what and strolling the ball back in, right? I'll let I'll let Grizz do Campos and I'll let Pete do Bruce Grobler. But they're all for me anyway, Manuel now. I was actually thinking Schmeichel. Because when I thought Schmeichel as well, he changes you know, the star jump, the way he yeah. approaches players. He changed how goalkeeping was done and brought this new sort of verve and flair. You know, the, that ability to throw the ball the full length of the pitch that we hadn't seen and the way he threw the ball as well. We hadn't seen that. It's like when we come on and talk about the forwards. It's because we hadn't seen them do these things before that blows my mind. I actually almost thought about putting Alisson into this as well. Yeah. And that's just, But that's re- that's very much recency bias. But, yeah. but, but I just absolutely adore... But for much the same reason, isn't it? Because Alisson and Nauer can take on, they can come out of that box, they can get the ball, they can nutmeg or flick it over the forward and then they can hit a mm. 40, 50 yard pass in onto the sixpence as well, you know? So yeah. I suppose flair and eccentricity, probably are two different things, mm-hmm. but I'm still going with he'd done the scorpion kick for God's sake and I don't <laughs> care if it was offside and it was mishit he'd done a bleeding scorpion kick and if you mistimed that by a half a second you land f- with your face on the ground looking like an absolute tit so but, for me but Keith the, the, the bit that people forget is that that wasn't the first time he did the scorpion kick yeah. so that was the first time we all saw it in an international yeah. context but he was yeah. doing this in the Colombian league on his own yeah. bat so he, well, that was that was in his, his repertoire thing. that's so. his thing it's like Hugo Sanchez on the overhead kick it was doing yeah. it every week you just don't see yeah, Grizz, I want to come to you next, right? With your choice, and but just because it's it's more of on the eccentric side uh, and the, the Central yeah. American, you've gone with Campos, right? Jorge Campos. Let me. Wh- why did you go for Campos? What? Why did he? Why was he so, the one that jumped out to you? So yeah, so his his um, goalkeeping jerseys jumped out straight away. Yeah. Okay. There's only so that ticks, So yeah, so that ticks um, a box. Um, the fact that he had no right to be a goalkeeper in terms of size, he was like Gav's. He was, I think, he was shorter than Gav, um, <laughs> but lighter than it's Paddy a Wilson. It's a myth. No, no, he is. He's about four foot, and he weighed about sixty kg. What was he doing being a goalkeeper? Even though he's from Mexico, right? Which is a nation known for short people, right? Am I right? Um, comments probably tell me otherwise in the in, 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 in the chat. Oh, is it Pete? Okay, I thought. You know what I mean? Mexicans on the whole. But he... Rafa Marquez, six foot four. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, oh, you mentioned him. We, we'll probably get on to him. But, but This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. 
COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. But, can, but look, Phil talks about flair and, and, and um, keepers changing the face of the game in terms of coming out and dribbling. This guy was the king. I mean, that was, he was a clown almost, but effective clown. And the reason why... Uh, despite his physical deficiencies, it was because of his flair that he stood out and he managed to have a very decent career. It was pure instinct, pure flair, pure quirky, pure mad, what goalkeepers generally tend to be. Um, I thought, look, looking back, I I get what you say about Agita and I think possibly he could have been, I could have gone with Agita, I'm not going to lie, because now that you guys have told me that he done scorpion kicks on a regular that's insane. I mean, to, to, to sort of no, but if if he if he did that and he's never been injured or missed games as a result of one he's fucked up, then that's amazing skill to have. He should be in one of our teams. Um, I'd say Phil kicks out Neuer and puts him in his team because Neuer is not really a flair. Is he flair? He's German, so that works that's against so different. him. That's why he's so different. He's a yeah. magnificent keeper. I don't think he changed the way goalkeepers played, you know, Schmeichel was very active out of his box like that. Even Grobler was. Grobler played as a sweeper. Um, you know, the very late, you know, um, sorry, the late um, Ray Clements was an amazing sweeper keeper, you know. So he didn't rev- revolutionise the way keepers play. I don't think there was much flair about, you know, Neuer, but that's his choice. I'm sticking with Campos. I thought, fantastic. What a, what a keeper for a flair eleven. He was a great keeper. He was a great keeper, but he was more famous for his jerseys, which I suppose plays into the the fact that he was a little bit keepers are a bit mad. You know, I'm not no offense, Phil, but he's all a bit mad. P, another mad keeper, and one that's close to home for a lot of us. Um, I mean, you you are all older than me, but I remember Brucey well. Why do you have Brucey as your flair keeper? I'll tell you why. When, when the message was circulated around to, to discuss the best of flair and the best of non-flair, I thought, focus on the best. Bruce Gobbler embodied flair. Uh, you know, he, he embodies what, what, what teams are looking for in a modern keeper with being a winner. This is a six-time champion. This is a European champion. This is, I think he won 18 or 19 major honours with Liverpool Football Club. I think the fact that he was from Zimbabwe and wasn't a, an international of, of renown probably takes a little bit. Um, but, you know, you got to think, it's a little bit like Phil with Neuer. Neuer has won pretty much everything in the game. It's a little bit cheat mode because he was with Bayern Munich in a less competitive league. That's a little bit uh, controversial, I know. But Bruce Grabbler, for me, I mean, people would still, I think, to be honest with you, people don't talk about Bruce Grubble, and that's, that's called a spade a spade in terms of being a legend anymore because of the controversy towards the end of his career. He probably went in a little, went on a little bit too long for us, and obviously he was involved in the match-fixing scan, which we know ultimately, you know, there was a lot of ins and outs there. But I think if that hadn't happened, people would be talking, arguably talking about Bruce Grubble as being one of the greatest goalkeepers to, to grace the English game but that being you know I mean Flair I mean it speaks for, for itself This is, he was he was a sweeper keeper a very acrobatic man before it was even fashionable I mean in his day 
you know, goalkeepers were six foot five, not very agile. If you were agile, it was kind of out the box. You know, he was coming out barking at, def- at, at defenders, you coming out with the ball at his feet. You know, you could see he was itching to get involved in the play. But by all accounts, he was involved in five sides further up the pitch. I think he just ticks all those boxes. But for me, bottom line, a serial winner. And I think if you're going to pick somebody, you know, anybody can have flair and do nothing with it. Anybody can be mad and do mad things. Like it's like people are talking about Higita. Higita is famous for getting caught. You know, uh, by Roger Miller. Don't get me wrong; he did a couple and of nice the things. I'd be, as well. exactly. yeah, the part was also one of the, exactly. the mad things. I, in, in South American goalkeepers, I'd be more in the Jose Chilavert court. To be honest with you, I, I, let, 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 let me However, just put, let me put, throw the hammer down on the Chilavert shout. Right, the reason why everyone mate. picks Jose Luis Chilavert is because he scored loads of free kicks and penalties. Mm-hmm. Right, if you remove mm-hmm. free kicks and penalties from the way he played. It wasn't flary or spectacular. Yeah, anyway, he was he was the same. He was a David Seaman. He was rock solid as a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. He did everything orthodox. He came for crosses. He caught crosses. He passed the ball. He yeah, but you can't ball. just suddenly take out a goalkeeper that scores stunning free kicks out of the equation. I mean, that's the reason why he's should have. Uh, that's why we're talking about him. But there's a few of them like that, Rodrigo Saini as well. That, um... Rodrigo Saini scores more penalties and more free kicks in his career than Chilavert, yeah. but we don't call him a flair goalkeeper. Yeah. You, you know, mm. it's it, Hans Jörg Butt used to take all the penalties yeah. for Bayer Leverkusen and did it in the well, Champions League. different from goal, penalty was different from a, a free kick from 25 yards out. You know, I don't know how many he scored. I don't know. Keith's got the stats or someone. How many did Chilavert actually score in his career? If, it, if it's about stupid. how many people? Something like sixty-seven goals. Free, know, no, no, free kicks. Lads, like could have been having those. Oh, minus the penalties, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give Phil about um, the keepers that score penalties. That's fine. That we shouldn't count that as flair. But a, a goalkeeper that scores free kicks outside the box, come on. Hmm. Well, for me, yeah. Bruce Grobler. You know, Bruce Grobler. Bottom. You made a brilliant place for Grobler. Yeah. I'm happy to go with Grobler because what you said at the end. Because mm-hmm. all of the keepers. But then Phil's going to say Neuer, Neuer won things as well while being a flair keeper. So. He did. And, and if, if, if you want but, but Grizz, I'll just say that if we're talking about if you bring Grobler into it, then you have to bring Barthez into it because they both play with a similar style. It's both eccentric. It was both they played at the edge of where you can play, both on a mental and an ability point of view. That's a fair shout as well. Right. So it was, there was as much in terms of try, because they didn't have the physical stature, say a Schmeichel or, or um, a Neuer has, they would use mental tricks to try put off strikers and do things. Like we talked about the wobbly legs. Think about when Barthez was trying to catch Henri out and he came up and put his hand out, was pretending it was just an offside. Even though the game was continuing on, he Genius. basically stopped. He made, but that's what I'm saying. This yeah. is, and that is flair in a sense Absolutely. as well, because it, it changes how you look and see the game. The problem with Barthez is that he, then became very error-prone. If you look at the lads we're talking about, Higita doesn't become error-prone. He continues on winning Copa um, Soares and stuff like that in Colombia as, as part of it is. You look at um, Brucey. Brucey goes to Southampton and actually plays really, really well for Southampton as he closed out his career that, that was there. And if you look at Manuel Nauer, he's still going and doing what he could. I like, I, I, I'm, I'm honest now, there's, there's, there's so many goalkeepers that you can pick in terms of the flair category, which were slightly different. Jorge Campos won a load of trophies, also played the MLS and was immense for Mexico and also scored. When you were talking about scoring free kicks, Jorge, Campos, Jorge Campos went up, played as a centre-forward half a season, scored 20 goals. A decent centre-forward. That's why I picked him. <laughs> I, know, yeah. well, I mean, I don't know. what Keith wants to go with the final word. I don't know. I'm happy to 
if we're talking about successful at the same time as being flary, then Campos, obviously, I take out the equation. Then it's down to Grobla, Bartes, or Neuer. I'd say Neuer is... I sort of agree with Phil in the sense okay. that um, eccentric and flair right, are two different things. And while I was going for the eccentric with Higita, there is a lot of those eccentric goalkeepers. You know, we can go with loads of them. Grobler was eccentric. He was good. But I think the comparison with Bartes is excellent, actually. It's, it's, it is a very good parallel. But I just think Neuer, yeah, he's he's like an outfield player without having to score, f- you know, free kicks at penalties, which Schiller done, which uh, Saini done, which a lot of them done, but they didn't offer anything to the, to the play really outside the box, whereas Neuer does. Look, lads, do you want to go for a consensus on this one or will I overrule? No, I'm happy to go with Neuer. I'll be happy to go with Neuer as well. Just over Bruce. Yeah, over and look, Bruce. it's it's a close one and there's... there's Pros and cons to a lot of days. Now, the reason I'm sort of pushing nowhere on you is, is when you think of a flair team, you'll think of Brazilians, South Americans, Latin American players that have skills. I mean, you think of a functional team, and as our selections are going to sort of go through this, you think very Germanic and very, you know, the rootless efficiency Italian. of Germans, Italian sort of thing. And Not me. Not off me. It, well, then we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But when you when you look at the um, yeah, not you actually. When you look mm-hmm. at um, having a German keeper on the flair team, it's it's not maybe where we expected. Without going, mm-hmm. I've seen people thrown in. You know, Tony Schumacher in there, but mm-hmm. that's a bit of a bleeding push, isn't it, for the yeah. for the Maybe's flair it. keeper? Um, yeah. So we got with Manuel Neuer in that. Lads, I want to look at the other team. I don't want to go through all the flair. I want to look now at the goalkeepers on the. The, the porridgers. Um, <laughs> Phil. Phil has gone with a controversial choice. Who have you gone for, Phil? On the on the on the on functional the, level. Yeah. For the for the goalkeeper, Buffon. Buffon. Grizz. I've gone, gone for I've gone for David Seaman. You have. And P has gone for. I've gone for Neville Southall. Better I've, than I've, both of those lads. I've, I've a massive issue with that P. Because Neville Southall was one of the most extravagant goalkeepers to make saves. If you ever watch him back in his things, it's outrageous what he does. Outrageous what he does. Outrageous okay. the way he saves. His body shape. All about flair. You make your case, I'll make my case. Okay. You make there your you case. That's the beauty of this. It's... Well, let's start with Peter then. We'll work yeah. here. Come on, Pete. Give us the Neville football. Southall, big Nev. Okay. This, this is a guy who embodies the idea. Talk about not extravagant embodies the idea that anybody if they have the men- the right mentality and the right level of determination can make anything of themselves this guy was a bartender he was a hard carrier he was a bin man you know made his way through the welsh leagues playing playing in front of two men and a dog literally people talk about jamie vardy as if it's a miracle mate ian wright and neville southall did this years ago when it was really really difficult and not just that went to an, an everton side okay they weren't a bad effort inside, but they certainly weren't world beaters, and they, you know, they weren't renowned for having top goalkeepers. Uh, won two leagues, I think. I think he won two or three leagues. Um, won a cup winners' cup. Actually, as a goalkeeper back in the dark ages, when you know, when you the word footballer and goalkeeper didn't go hand in hand, he won footballer of the year in 1985. I mean, this 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 man dwarfs an awful lot of what, you know, big stars have done. And I hear what Phil's saying, but all goalkeepers have 
you know, have their character, have their moments, have their ways of trying. To, and you know, Phil, as a goalkeeper, of trying to outsight and, and outdo people. But for me, Neville Southall, talk about bread and butter. This man defines bread and butter. Defines bread and butter. Didn't know where his next loaf of bread was coming from. For me, he walks into this team sideways with honours, considering his background and considering what he made out himself. Top, top goalkeeper. Best of all the of all the ordinary guys for me. Nope. Phil. Nope. Not having him. Neville Southall made easy saves look awkward and difficult. Right? Neville Southall... You don't, the league. you don't win the league with easy saves looking awkward, mate. Not with Everton. He couldn't no, win an FA. No, he, not having he, that. He, he couldn't win an. He couldn't win an FA Cup being the goalkeeper, the amazing goalkeeper that he was when he had Liverpool in front of him. I'm telling you now, right? It, we're talking about the robots. We're talking about the fellas who are just walls, people who just stop things, right? Just do what you're expecting to do, but do it consistently over and over and over and over and over again, right? And there's there's some great shouts. The, Yashin and the Saif. Well, Yashin I'd probably would have aired on the side of the flare keeper in terms of the way he changed what goalkeeping looked like. Someone put, someone put. Um, I don't know, I'm so sorry, I forgot the name. Someone put Oblak of the recent ones, and that's on a mag- yeah. ma- magnificent shout. Yeah. I, I totally, totally slipped my mind, but yeah, fair play to whoever said Oblak. Yeah, and to be fair, someone else has put Ray Clements in, and I, I'm actually thinking mm-hmm. that we should just give put Ray Clements into this side because of what he did. But again, it comes back to these 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 ideas. Like there's some ridiculous shouts. Paluka may like Souta made things look awkward. Paul Robinson, absolute dirt as a goalkeeper, oh, absolute dirt. Stuck in the shy, and the fella made things look so much more Hang difficult. On. Paluka or Robinson never won anything. Yeah, never won anything. I, I honestly never won anything. I picked Buffon. I picked. I picked Buffon. Buffon's a decent sim- show. In fairness, sim- Buffon's a decent show. For for the simple reason that Buffon's style of play is, if you were to textbook what a goalkeeper does, right, and then play the video, you'll be able to show a Buffon match over and over and over again because. Here's how you come for a cross. This is what this is your positioning for this shot. This is how you go down and dive for a shot. This is how you catch the ball. This is how you kick the ball. Here's how you organise your defence. This is where you stand when the when the defence moves up this way. This is where you stand when the defence comes back in. Like he is textbook for what goalkeeping should be. And when we're talking about a robot, that means he's a robot. That means he follows the line as to what you want a goalkeeper to be. It's defining how you expect to have standards set up for everyone around him. And that for me is Can't why argue. Can't argue with that. Segway into that segues into my choice. I I echo everything Phil says, except I I put forward David Seaman, who was before him, just epitomised boring. You know when you guys put IKEA in the WhatsApp, mm. right? I read some of IKEA. David Seaman, if he wasn't a keeper, would be a general manager at IKEA. We all agree. So <laughs> I think I think David Seaman is the ultimate boring, never to be seen, never to be heard. Buffon is a brilliant shout, but Buffon is Italian, passionate. You know, something about him doesn't go into a boring 11, if you know what I mean. He's so emotional with his hands and, you know, you can see the passion in him. You don't see that with David Seaman. There's no expressions. There's nothing. He'll make save after save just behind the the ultimate back four of that famous Arsenal one. One nil to the Arsenal. Big hands, David Seaman. That's my shout. Um, Yeah, that's it. We've... Decide the keepers yet? Fuck! I'm looking at the time. A, a <laughs> lot, of, a lot of people are talking about German keepers, which you would because they're all very functional. But we're talking about the, the best of the best, the, the greatest version. And the reason why, the reason why you were talking when you're talking about moving hands and emotional. The one thing about Buffon is he never it, that emotion comes out at the end of games. In a game, he's just the ice man, 
And Seaman, I can actually get on board the Seaman shout as well. Seaman was the Iceman. Literally the Iceman when it came to playing a goal. He should have played in the 1990 World Cup. And if he did, England probably would have won the World Cup in yeah. 1990. Like, that's mm. that's what we're talking about. That's the, These goalkeepers, though, I'll go back to it. These goalkeepers, if you take them out of a box today and play the video for a kid who's coming up, they do everything you want the kid to do. They, do, they play, they, they go, they tend to the goal the way you want them to do it. Whereas the lads in the flair teams did something that you can't do. You, 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 you see it and then you try to replicate it. Whereas these lads, if you write down how to goalkeep, that's mm. the one it is. Don't give mm. me Zuby Zaretta. Don't give me Zuby Zaretta. Zuby Zaretta. Put that there for you. Zuby Zaretta. Don't give me Zuby. I do. I do a whole podcast. Yeah, on exactly. I think it's another Very tough cool. one for Keith to decide. Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact no commitment no problem yeah um look uh, do you know what i i hear what you're saying about bill but i think bill character is too eccentric to be that's what i said uh, to be the uh, functional uh, no ability wise i hear what you're saying technically he's a he's a, a very functional goalkeeper but Siemens a good shout. You know, I'm over doing you all on this and I'm putting Ray Clements in just out of uh, yep. sympathy vote. Um, I'm, going with, I'm, going I'm not going to argue with that. But yeah, I will say that, I will say about Phil Shout, in fairness, you don't get 22 years out of the game at a consistently high level, which is the highest level. You know, I mean, I think he's only really been that fourth choice this year. In fairness, yeah. you don't get that by being, you know, just okay. In fairness to him, Buffon's a great shout. There's been some excellent goalkeepers and like Emma Cavanagh, I know we've touched on Rain at SIF, but like we spoke about him on World Cup shows as well before, lads. And Rain at SIF, for anyone that doesn't know, if, mm. as Emmett saying there was like an android, he was, he was, it was, it was like um, Ivan Drago, but in football, you know what I mean? He was like a, mm. an emotion, an emotionless sort of soul that's plucked balls out with every blade and orifice of the goal. So, 40 yeah, minutes in, we've managed to pick two goalkeepers. Excellent. But don't worry, lads. We're not going to do this one by one. We're going to look at the defenders as a whole now. We're going to move on to the defence, right? So, <laughs> I can tell you, right, in the defence, you've all put his teams in. We'll go through the flares. You've all agreed on one player. The three of you have one player that you've all picked, right? Cafu. Cafu. Yeah. I have huge issues with this one, right? Okay. You've all gone with Cafu. Well, you're overruled, um, so there's no point... Uh, having a discussion, I think one of us just talks about Cafu because you're all rooted well, I want to just all briefly talk about Cafu. I didn't think Cafu was in any way a flair player, I thought he was functional of anything else. He was up and down the line getting his crosses in. I thought there was zero flair with Cafu. I think Danny Alves is twice if the flair option at right back than Cafu, in my opinion, my humble opinion. But you have all gone with Cafu. I think Cafu is more functional than Flair, personally. You don't play in that 18 man team. You've got to defend that. What do you know about me, Keith? What do you know about me? I'm a very fair man. You are a very fair man. I'm a very fair man. Even though the three masterminds picked Cafu, I'm holding my hands up and saying, you're right. I'm very happy to go with Danny Alves. I can't believe one of us didn't pick Danny Alves. That's me. The rest of you is is two, but you're talking about the best though. This is Danny Alves is so bad defensively. You can't say that. We just talked about we just talked about Neville Southall and 
Tony Alves won the most trophies in the world. He's got more trophies than me in my cabinet, and that's saying something. Danny Alves, no. Equal success. Danny Alves wins the hands down. AC wow, Milan again. were not a flare team. There was no wow. flair in that AC Milan midfield. Never mind that defense. Every single one of those Barca players in that Pep team is a flare player. He used to play in the blade and right wing, you know. But he's all went I think for we can Capio. skip that. I think so we can skip that. In. The left back is interesting now, lads, because let me see. Phil, who have you gone with a left back? Don't you want to do the right wing of uh, functional? Keith, the problem was I had submitted my team and then realized I actually didn't want full backs in this at all. Right. Yeah, I, I would have funny. rather picked three center three center backs and throw a couple of more lads oh, into midfield. You could have done that. Yeah, you could have done that. And that would that to me that that to me is ulti flair. Is ulti flair. Like we don't we don't you need you right? say that. 1950s tactics. It's a left back now. But now we're talking on left backs, right? Phil, you went for Marcelo. Yeah. Riz, you went for Marcelo. For the very same reason as Danny Alves. Peter, you went for everything. I went for Roberto Carlos, the man who defined flair in a in a left fullback. Now defined it. Pace to born. Pace to born. Technique to born. Goals to born. I, th- I hate Real Madrid. It kills me <laughs> to, 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 to add this man. But anybody that can say beyond Roberto Carlos as the flair, the definition. I mean, this is a guy who redefined how to strike a dead ball as a left full back. Didn't though? Yeah, didn't. Nah, he, he scored one free kick on. ever. How, how far? Come on. Oh, That's rubbish. If you look at <laughs> Brazilian left backs have been redefined and helped to take free kicks since the 1950s. I think if you look at Nelinho or the likes in the mm-hmm. 70s and 80s, Nelinho was hitting the banana kick back when, you know, the balls were like medicine balls and he was bending them around walls left, right and centre. Oh, you hear what you're saying about Roberto Carlos. Marcelo is... A flair player, Grizz. I want to give you a chance on Marcelo. I I agree with Pete. Uh, Roberto Carlos was uh, was magnificent, wasn't he? Yeah, he was magnificent. He was magnificent. People only talk about that free kick, but as Pete says, he was a he was a brilliant fullback. Trying to beat Roberto Carlos one on one is near enough impossible. One on one, he was an absolute pit bull, quick as anything. Why I went for Marcelo was his intricate dribbling as a fullback. And his passing ability out yeah, of pressure. Lovely lovely yeah, feet, for a fullback. Yeah. Now, that's the reason why I went for Marcelo. He makes a very good case for, for Roberto. I'm hoping um, Phil sort of cements the, the vote with, with Marcelo for his reasoning why he picked Marcelo. Phil? For me, a, a left-back that does more step-overs than Messi means that there's no other winner for me. <laughs> Right, <laughs> Marcelo does more stepovers than than Messi ever did. And, skill and, back, to be fair. And yeah. own, own book that is right there. I actually thought of Lizarazu as well, just because yeah. one of my favorite things yeah. in Apre matches, and you said Lizarazu, one of my favorite players as well, Lizarazu, yeah, Lizarazu. Like honestly, like there's you could look at things like that, but I, for me, a, a player that has done more stepovers in his career than Messi as a fullback means for me that there's no, there's no contest here. Like, Roberto Carlos was massive toys 
and would pound the pound, pound the sort of left hand side of the pitch up and down like a racehorse, right? Whereas Marcelo graces it like a ballerina. There's, there's hang no on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're talking about Roberto Carlos as if he's Stuart Pierce here. Have a read of what Emma Cavanagh is saying, Phil, on the bottom of the screen. I mean, this should be enough. Carlos scores an impossible, I remember this goal, an impossible angle goal from the near corner. By the way, it was on the volley first time. As if a centre forward tried this and didn't come off, you'd be hammering for this. Is a left full back with the every game, left foot. Every game, Roberto Carlos used to take a 65 yard run up to take yeah. kick a free kick over the Bernabeu. Sorry, not having a Salas, uh, Marcelo, and every single day of the week, that's who I'm going with. And I'm with Grizz. We've this is wrapped up. Let's move on. Yeah, Marcelo is wrapped up. It's a wrap. No offense, Phil, uh, Pete. You couldn't, you couldn't get uh, Carlos in there. No matter how many bleeding goals, unbelievable. He, unbelievable. there's going to be some unbelievable. There's going to be some decisions. The people agree with me. You are just bullying the people. Get, I mean, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not allowing bullying. I'm not allowing bullying. None of that. None of that in this house. I am. <laughs> oh, you are. You will. Yeah, no doubt. Marcelo has better hair. Winston Bogart. <laughs> <laughs> we will move on, lads, to the centre backs because you've all given me different centre backs, right? So, Don't Phil, right. you went the, for the, the only one I'm the only one I'm sticking with, and you can fucking come over to Dublin and beat me up if you want. But seriously, <laughs> Virgil Van Dijk is the most amazingly flary centre back I've ever seen in my life. The fella does things that no centre back has ever done before. The way he can is just stupid. He is he's on a stupidly different level to every other centre back that's played the game in the last 20 years. And I don't care what anyone says, he doesn't even he doesn't even exist in the same plane as anyone. I think else. you should go for two. I think you should name both of your centre backs that you name then it becomes probably quicker and easier. I can't remember who the second one was. Sorry, Joe Sorry, Joe <laughs> he's not <laughs> going in on principle. He's not like, going in on principle. He's a he has a end of story. <laughs> for the same reason that you all wanted to pick goalkeepers who scored goals, I'm sticking Sergio Ramos in for scoring a billion T goals. And also, really bad ones. Like, that's <laughs> flair. That's flair. Yeah. And it. That's flair. And for me, Ramos, when we talked about flair, he plays as a centre back with a lot of flair, but he's also a dirty bastard, right? And he adds the dirty bastard part of his game with a lot of flair. Like, think of the way he fouled Salah in the in the Champions League final. Yeah. That was actually poetic in the methodology so that he couldn't get booked or anything like that. It's it's, it's genius. But like, I got, I'm, I'm not going to push the Ramos thing, but for me, yeah, I just want to, I just, I just want to get Van Dijk in. I think Van Dijk is the cool. best of all the, the Dutch centre-backs. We're talking about Koeman and all that type of stuff. Van Dijk can do everything every single centre-back has ever done, ever. ever. So you're championing Van Dijk out of your two. Right, Grizz, yeah. I'll come to you next because I know Pete's going to want to really dig into his here. Grizz, you've gone for an outrageous one and a good one. So who have you gone for? So I've gone for Lucian. Who's the other one I've gone for? Marquez. I think, yeah, I think Rafael Marquez um, was flair-pitomised. Um, absolute beautiful pass of the ball. Elegant, but, handsome pass. Elegant, elegant, didn't deserve to be a defender, didn't, shouldn't be a defender, didn't like getting dirty, usually didn't end up getting dirty. He's played until he's nearly 40, I think, or he's still playing, I think. Um, yeah. The other one, I will fight tooth and nail to keep in the team, regardless of what anyone says. You can come over to London and beat me up if you want. <laughs> Lucio was my favourite centre-back one of my favourite centre-backs of all time. A magnificent okay. centre-back who had flair. The, the ultimate Brazilian centre-back was Lucio. In I mean, fairness, the guy had everything. In, fairness, in, those, in, those run, in those runs that Leverkusen made, I think the two Champions League finals, he was arguably yeah. their best player. 
He was playing in the era where you had Zidane, Ronaldinho was on the world best attackers, and he, you yeah. know, he reached the final yeah. with Leverkusen and done well in the Bundesliga, and, and and he won the and he won the World Cup, I think, with Brazil as well. Um, magnificent, Decent. magnificent Decent player. So underrated, so underrated. Lucio is my hot take. Out of all the shouts in the whole session, Lucio is my hot take. So, right. please. So you're championing Lucio? Yeah. Phil's I can, championing I can, accept, I can accept Marquez being shifted out. I, I know Marquez that. is a good player, but the, the, Pete's choices. Now, Pete, who have you gone for? I've gone for Paul McGrath because yeah. he's... Walk walked on water pretty much. It, it, one player, if, if, if there's ever one player I would have loved to have played for Liverpool, could do everything. Um, I mean, and the reason I put him in the flair team is because he could pretty much do everything. And if anybody knows anything about him, he wasn't he wasn't in the best of shape psychologically, or you know, even with his habits while he was marking some of the best centre forwards who ever walked and lived out of games of football. And he nicked the odd goal, to be honest, just strolling through games. God knows what he would have been like if he had had two knees. The man was a miracle. And I've gone for Ronald Koeman by virtue of the fact that he scored almost 200 goals um, for Barcelona. Well, sorry, in his career. Um, and people, somebody questioned yesterday what it was, what it was a flair choice. They weren't all free kicks penalties. I mean, if anybody wants to have a look on YouTube at some of his movement, some of us coming out of the out of the back of the ball and deciding that I'm just going to be three and four players, knock it over people to be. He was a one man offside trap beater as a sweeper. <laughs> I mean, it's unheard of. It's unheard of. He, you know, he's just at every level he played, he delivered. Um, Keith, Keith, I mean, can I, I, can I'm with Phil. Pete, can I just jump in for a sec? Can I just lads on, that are coming in with the comments? Pick an Italian defenders like Nesta and Cannavaro and Scarea and and Hampton and Hendry. They aren't fair. They're brilliant. This is not about the best that ever was, right? Where you can have a different conversation around this. This is about the most amazingly beautiful to watch. And and that's the best way for me to describe Flair. Flair is that the most amazing, beautiful players to watch in terms of what they do and how they play the game. I can sort of buy into Pete's Paul McGrath show, but the problem is I still think Van Dijk is a better version than, than Paul McGrath. And I, I had I had Desai as one of my shouts in at one stage because he was immense as a centre-back. But again, he's a converted midfielder who dropped back in. And then I look at Van Dijk and go, but he did everything that Desai does and probably he does it better than, than, yes. than Desai as well. I wouldn't have Desai in there. Yeah. So when when so then when I come down to it, like Lucio is a fantastic show. I, I also thought of Aldair when he played for Roma. Yeah. He was f- phenomenal Brazilian centre back. And you're really stuck with these teams. You're look, more looking at the South American teams. I was trying to think of some of the Argentinian South American teams as well that I've watched over the years that that played there. They wouldn't and really have been flair, wouldn't they? Not the Argentinians were much more cynical and clinical. I think at the back then. Yeah, yeah. Passarella. But Passarella is probably the the exception. I mean, he scored. About 180 goals. Also, scored a lot of goals. Yeah, he did score a lot of goals. But they talked about. Would Gracie come under flair, lads? Lovely to watch and graceful, and the way he Bobby Moore. We forgot about Bobby Moore. Bobby Moore. Beckenbauer is is running through pitches left, right, and centre. There's Matthias Samar as well, but Matthias Samar is more of a midfielder. Do you know what? It's, again, it's like talking about Ruud Hullet when he when he decided to play centre half at Chelsea. I mean, it was just amazing to watch. Uh, as much as I hate Chelsea with a passion, that type like, of that's flair. 
people like, are people are People are saying Lothar Mateus, but again, that's a midfielder who drops back in and yeah, plays as a sweeper. Exactly. Like Fernando Hierro is a great shout, by the way. Yeah. Fernando yeah. Hierro was a fantastic role. I'm happy, I'm happy to go with Lucio and Van Dijk. Yeah, I, think Lucio, I, I, I don't think you're going to get a better, a more attractive centre-half partnership to watch than Lucio and Van Dijk. And Van Dijk could cover the fact that Lucio was just a joint block outside of that. So, so hang on, just, just to be clear, you're going with Lucio over both Paul McGrath and Ronald Kilman. Are we clear? Yeah, yeah. And you and you Kuma, wish to remain Kuma, incredible. Kuma definitely live with that decision. They have to live with that choices. Absolutely. Kuma definitely. <laughs> McGraw, McGraw. I can't argue against. I can only argue for Lucio and Van Dijk. I can't argue against McGraw. That's the political way out. He was the fella that with the big curly mop ahead that played for Portugal. He was the only. Fernando um, Couto, but John Arders counted him off too many times for him to be, and he, he looks good. But he looked flirty, but I think yeah. he was shy, really. I Stopping think if he shaved shy. him down, he was just a bleeding. Yeah, I think oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Massive hair, though. Massive one, of the lads, one of the lads in the comment earlier on made a comment about Matthias Sammer. I think if Sammer hadn't have retired early uh, yeah. through injury, it would have been a decent because he was different level that guy. But unfortunately, his injuries got the better of him. So we we'll never. Raji, really I need to know your age before I answer this. I don't. Th- I really need to know how old you are before I reply. Bye. Yeah. Sorry. Go. And also, um, Frank Reichard gets thrown in there, but Frank Reichard was a midfielder who dropped yeah. back in and played centre back. So they had one, isn't it? Nobody's well. mentioned Mamadi Sacco, and I think he's been the flariest of the. <laughs> Unless he's a saving up for the functional 11, I don't know. He's, lads, he's, he struggled with that ankle injury. He did, yeah, he did. It, it, all the paint fumes from painting houses got to him in the end. Lads, on to the porridgers now for the defence, right? So, Phil, you've gone with... He could be. I'm going to fly through these, right? So you've yeah. gone with your defenders. I'm going to list the four that you've gone with. Yeah. You've gone with Lam, Zanetti, Chiellini, Maldini. Mm-hmm. Okay? Grizz has gone with Lam, Brahma, Stam, and Carragher. We all know where you went for that one. Mm-hmm. And Peter has gone for Zanetti, Maldini, Chiellini, and Puyol. So we can see there's a few names there that are crossing over several teams, right? So we've got Philip Lamb has gone in two teams. We all agree, I think. Yeah. Well, he's, 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 the, the, he's, he's the, the ultimate German. He's the ultimate German footballer. Right, yep. the, it's basically again. I'll go back to look up fullback, and they'll show a picture of Philip Lamb because that's what you do as a fullback, right? That's it's, it's a brilliant, 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 brilliant player, but brilliantly perfect. Now the uh, interesting thing is, is of that's I'm only going on to that. So the, the interesting thing is Phil has him in there at left back. Grace mm. has him as right back. Mm. P. Which one of your fullbacks are you willing to sacrifice for Philip Lamb? <laughs> uh, not, not Maldini. Paolo Maldini is the greatest fullback. Our centre back. Ever. Yeah. Or so left back. Nobody better. I'm sorry, can we just. I just want to. I'm, I'm happy. Hang on. Yeah. Just uh, ever. Name, there's nobody better than Paolo Maldini. Ever. Now, I'm, I'm a massive, huge fan. I think I can take away my left back, who was Bremer. Very good show. And Philip uh, Philip Lama right back. You won't get two more functional fullbacks. I thought in Bremer and Lama, um, Lam just invented a new name there. Um, I think Phil, I think Phil's going to have to kick out his left back because uh, he's got no. How can you kick out Philip Lam? No, but you can agree that we can switch him to right back. I, I yeah, Philip yeah. Lam 
And then that way we can bring in Maldini. I'm happy with, very happy with Maldini. No, no one is. See, the thing is, Zanetti comes into my thinking in midfield as well. He's your ultimate terminator in midfield. Um, you know, you're talking about right side midfield, right winger, possibly even DM if Jose Marino is the manager. Do you know what I mean? And he'll just, he's a robot. You cannot, why are we going on to Zanetti? But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm happy with Lam and Maldini as my fullbacks. But if we, if we played Maldini and we have Lam, and who else do we have in the functional back four? We haven't picked the two centre halves yet. Right, but if you, right, but if you have Maldini and you have Lam, potentially you just need one centre back and you can play three at the back, right, and start lining no, up. We're not changing this formation. We're not going to change it now. Yeah, see, Phil has Maldini in as a centre back, don't you, Phil? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because he was one of the best centre backs of all time. Yeah. yeah, he plays where he wants to play. Like he's he's the best defender of all I'm, time. I'm Ever. happy to kick out. I'm happy to kick my political foyer for a minute. Yeah, your centre backs plays. I'm saying it now. Your centre backs are both getting kicked out. They're not. In oh, the that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, Stam is Robocop. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. So how you can keep Robocop Good players I'll give you that Granted Stam is an excellent player AC Milan stalwart Had a spell at you know you. Carragher's the political show Where none of us are happy With that nonsense Because you thought This was going for public vote No problem Yes I did Who went in there right? I love Jamie but No yes, Even Jamie no wouldn't Put himself in <laughs> Sorry Jamie um, But if there's any Consolation I'll invite you To Carnage no, But anyway Yeah can you be convinced on Chiellini as a centre-back in a no-nonsense defence? Because the boys both have Chiellini. Who? Chiellini, I can't, if they've both got Chiellini, I wouldn't go against that because I think Chiellini will go down as the Nestas in the Cannavaros in those uh, names when we talk about the greatest defenders when he stops playing. Uh, that's how highly I rate him. Um, functional, yeah. Boring, standard. We'll give yeah, I, I, I'm happy with Chiellini. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna kick Pooey all over your team as well, Peter. Right, really? and a great show, a great show. But I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm overruling here. Right, so Philip Lamb's going in a left back. I think we all agreed <laughs> on that. Maldini. No. Oh, okay. Maldini what? staying in centre half. He's going in a centre half. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. in fairness. And Chiellini are going in a centre-half. Now, we don't care about balance because it's makey up at the end of the day. Two left-footers in there. Chiellini and Zanetti is going in at right-back. Now, Ooh. I don't think you can have a team of functional players without having the most functional of functional players and Javier Zanetti. So, I'm overruling you on that one. So, FC Portage is going with Zanetti, Lam, Maldini and Chiellini at the back. <laughs> that, is, that is square. That is It's like... Good luck. The king Captain. of functionality. Thank you. I'm out of here. I can't do any better than that. 
<laughs> now, they're going to need it. They're going to need it when we go oh, to the Reminder, what was the flair 11 back four we ended the up with? back four. So we've got Neuer is in goal. We've got Cafu, Marcelo, Lucio and Van Dijk. Right? We've gone with Lucio <laughs> and Van Dijk in there. We've gone with Clemens, Zanetti, Lam, Maldini and Chiellini. That is the most rock solid back four if you're ever going to get. Never, think, ever, think, ever. think about those lads. Like if when if you see that on a on a on a team sheet, you're going, you're, we're not scoring against this. We're going to have to try. Oh wait, well wait, hold yeah. fire. Now we've we're going to move into the midfield, boys. We're going to move into the midfield, and one player has come up on all three teams in the flares. Oh, that's good. Who is it? Zidane must be Zidane. Zinedine Zidane, of course. So they've all gone for Zidane. The man, the man. Now the, no, man, the man, the man is just it was was art, was poetry, poetry. yeah, was, yes. a, was a vision on a football pitch, Ballet. yeah. So, so we've all put him in midfield, right? You've like all three. put him in, yep. Three Fair of have him in the midfield, um, yeah. can't argue with it. It's really he's he's an artist. He's one of the greatest players, in my opinion, of all time. It would be silly not to have him in there. Argument that he could have been in the functional team as well because he was technically the most fucking amazing no. player you'll ever see. But we'll come back to that. They are at two positions, so we're going with a three in midfield. Now, Phil, who's your two you went for? He can't remember. Yeah. Just help him. <laughs> I know he can't remember. I went for... Um, you went for the same as Grizz, I'll just tell you that now. I know, yeah, but I, I, I went for them forcing that he just copied me. What was... No. Who, who, who did I go with? The Redondo. Actually, Redondo, and I, I will I will argue the Redondo team because it's very hard to pick a defensive midfielder in a flair team, right? Mm-hmm. So like think about how many defensive midfielders and I'm, i I thought about Pirlo, I thought about all these type ads, right? But Redondo, in the same way that Zidane played like a ballerina, Redondo played the defensive midfield role as a ballerina, right? So and if anybody watches him in the mid-90s, before he gets wrecked by that knee injury, right? He destroyed Man United. The defensive midfielder destroyed Man United at the peak of their power in Old Trafford without even lifting his head, right? Like, he um, was doing... We, we picked the same player, so it's not about copy because, Keith, you're my witness that I mentioned Redondo in our ultimate show, player. Yeah. So that's how highly I rate Redondo. So I think... Uh, Redondo and Loudrop's the other one I went for, and that was uh, my, my Michael Loudrop was, was my other shout. In, in the, when, just, when, when, you, when you're talking about dribbling and beautiful to watch as a dribbler, I mean Messi's a Messi's a magnificent dribbler. We know that, but he's like mm. a little rat, isn't he? Yeah, Michael Loudrop was just poetry dribbling. I mean, effort, effortless, six foot plus. No right to be a, a dribbler, or you know, you 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 think of him as a sort of a maestro strolling around the pitch. The guy could dribble at high speed, vision, eyes at the back of his head. Michael Loudrum. So when I was ta- thinking about midfielders and flair midfielders, Keith, right, the lads that were also popping into head, Kaka, yeah. um, Rui Costa doesn't get much love these days, but was yeah. it was immense in the nineties, right? Um, you have I've seen somebody mentions Vanny Boban, that was amazing, right? So there's people saying Pavel Nedved, but he should be in the functional eleven. I'm actually annoyed. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm annoyed I didn't have him in there, right? Yeah, um, very good. But Louis Figo, but all of them, when you just stack Michael Loudrup up, up against them, he did everything that they did and had the vision. I, at one stage, I even was considering Tony Cruz in this. But then I was thinking that he again he's more functional than he is flair, right? But like Loudrup had the flair. Everything that Messi does today, Loudrup did, but probably but didn't have the same goal, goals output, right? And Raquel, mate, Raquel, mate, I'd love that show. I love Jet, like all these Xavi, 
I think Xavi. Yeah, and, we've got to miss out on Sam. Yeah, great shouts. Yeah. So, like, and Zico and Socrates, amazing, but they wouldn't be able to play at the pace the game is played these days. They were amazing in their time, but there's a part of me that also says how many of these players could transcend generations. And for me, Laudrup transcends, transcends the generation. He plays in this generation. Gazza is a great show as well. I, like, these were players that I considered, but for me, if you have the, the, the most amazing midfield of Laudrup and Zidane with Redondo backing it up as the flary defensive midfielder, I... There's, I I couldn't I couldn't get around it. I was I was, cons- I was thinking of just dropping the defensive midfielder altogether and going for ultimate flair. But when I could find a flairy midfielder, I was like, we're gonna have to take on this functional side. You're gonna need something there. Yep. Okay. Now I'm gonna give Pete a chance to give his two other two midfielders. Peter, who have you gone with? I went with uh, Figo. Phil uh, Phil gave him an honourable mention. I just think he can do so much. But uh, my my pièce de résistance. Um, well, obviously, I went with Zidane as well, but I went with Ruud Hulley because you can talk for an hour about what players can do, but, you know, you talk for maybe 15 seconds about what Ruud Hulley couldn't do. So any flair or any kind of midfield without Ruud Hulley in it, you know, for me, I mean, the, the guy, again, six foot five, leader, captain, brilliant in the air, brilliant feet, brilliant skill, could skin a player at his peak, uh, could play centre forward if you needed them to, could play centre half. Arguably one of the most complete midfield players of all time. I mean, whatever you've got, Ruth Hullett's got more of, to be honest with you. And he's got, and he was just shit cool as well. So he walks into my team right in the middle of it. Yeah, as captain, pulling the strings, to be honest. He's not, get, he's not getting the captaincy. There's only one person getting the captaincy <laughs> in the player level. One person. Yeah. Well, uh, but I, I, anyone want to count that Ruth Hullett there? I would actually almost be prepared to sacrifice Redondo and put Ruud Tullet into the team yeah. with Laudrup and Zidane. It's funny you should say that because that's what I'm after doing. Wow. Is it, yeah? Yeah. Okay, let's go. I'm a huge Redondo fan. I'm a huge Redondo fan, but I just Me think too. he makes a good... Um, I'm a huge Gullit fan. I'm a huge Gullit fan, but I can't see him... I wouldn't waste his talent and ability as a holding player in the Flair 11. That's it Depends, Grizz, on which... I mean, the great thing about Ruud Hulley, it depends on which Ruud Hulley you're talking about. If it's young Ruud Hulley, he's high up the pitch causing mayhem. If it's middle, you know, Euro 1988 Ruud Hulley, he's in the middle of the park making things happen. If it's Ruud Hulley 30 plus, he's at the back calling the shots. The guy just had everything. When Ruud Hulley's on, talk, on television talking about football, everybody listens. Fair it's, enough. I mean, it's because he knows everything about the game because he did everything. In no, the game. He's, no, I think he's an absolute shit pundit. Absolute he, uh, shit pundit. Yeah, no, he's He talks fucking crap. Mute him. Every time he speaks, I mute him. The problem with Hullet is, is he can't get over himself. The, the reason he's you don't like him as a pundit is the reason he wasn't successful as a manager. Ruth Hullet walks into a football Yeah, fair club. enough. Typically, and looks around him and he can't understand why people aren't as talented as he was. And he doesn't relate well. So Teddy Phelan actually tells the story, says he just used to walk around Chelsea and pretend Teddy Phelan wasn't there. He wouldn't <laughs> acknowledge him because, it, no, because his, 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 his mentality was, you don't yeah, exist yeah. for me. Yeah. You don't exist. You know, no, well, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be overruled in terms of putting him in the team. I, I yeah. go for him. I'm, yeah. I'm so annoyed I forgot about one flair centre-back, but come on, anyway. He was a troll melt there just for the, the li- don't keep the listeners guessing. Yeah. Philippe Albert. 
Oh yeah, yeah. A sweep up just for that. Chip. Yeah, but just a mention though. But he's not. He's not. He doesn't get into the all time okay. living. But absolutely, okay. an honourable mention. Honourable no, mention. You must be getting the Coley finger there again. Yeah, no. It's missing um, there. Um, <laughs> as it is, lads. As it is, Roy. So what we're going to go with there because I know we'll be here till tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go with Zidane. Obviously, the three has went for. I think you've made an excellent argument for Michael Laudrup. And I'm assuming it was Michael. It wasn't Brian we were talking about. No, 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 Michael. Michael. Uh, Kevin Sullivan said he could only play in the four, not in the three. I, I disagree with, with Zidane and Hull alongside them. I'm going, I'm going with the with the three lads. There. And you have to remember this is lads, a flurry. We're gonna play flurry. Yeah, they're playing against the blade now. The, oh, the, watch out for the midfield in the function oh, eleven. Fuck it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, you need as much flair as you, as you can. Jesus. Get. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go with we're gonna go with Gullet. We're gonna go with Loudrop and we're gonna go with Zidane. I okay. think that's fair, balanced, attacking, flirty midfield. And it gives me yeah. a show because he's getting overruled and everything else, and he's probably getting his ear chewed off there. Interestingly, Neil, I was going to pick Valderrama, which I don't necessarily disagree if you're gonna discuss the merits between Valderrama and Huller, yeah. just as a as a show in general. Valderrama is an excellent show as well um, as that type of player. There's so many you can throw in. Like Zico is a great show for that. Um, mm. There's so many you can put in there. But I think Hulla is, a, is an iconic player as well for so many people, you know, and for people of a certain age and all their age. You know, we've spoke about World Cup shows we've done before. And I know Pete and Phil would have been primo. Euro 88 would have been sort of... You would have been well in that, and Grizz, as an older gentleman, would have been well up to speed on that as well. So, mm. Hullet was an icon for so many. So, we go with that. Pete, you've got Hullet in the team. Figo can fuck off, but you've got Hullet in. Um, we'll do the, the functioners now, right? Is there any we agreed on? Yeah, you've all agreed on Zidane. We've got Loud no, in the, in the function. right? So, Phil, who have you got me? I, I, like I'm, I was struggling. I just I hate functional midfielders. But I went yeah. with Albertini, Macaulay, and Tony Cruz because I was starting to run out of the will to live when I was picking the midfield for the functional eleven. So I was trying to pick lads who had class, but were incredibly functional. Yeah, you all picked three different midfielders for this. Yeah, it's going to be hard for you to decide. Lads. Yeah, it may be. So Phil has gone with McAlealy, Albertini and Cruz. I hate Claude McAlealy, so he can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Okay. That's a um, <laughs> no, I just think he gets too much. I think he gets over overblown sort of his his influence on football in general. I think he's an I think he's an excellent player. I think he's an excellent player. He was a great cog for uh, the Galacticos at Real Madrid. But that's because they were all bleeding the team of Muppets that wouldn't do the work and they just needed Lucas what a show Lucas Lucas there you're me there you go hmm. but Grizzly you went for Hill I went for Deschamps um, Dunga and hmm. Lothar Mateus your team are playing on the bleeding 18 yard line well this is it but this is what they do this is what they do Dunga hmm. um I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to say, I'm trying to see how you're going to kick any of those out based on the criteria that we were given at the start of the week to pick a functional IKEA boring dull 11, but brilliant at the same time because they have to win this game. So Dunga World, you know, basically played on his own in the in the front six. Like he was the only player, you know, that sat back. What a job he Dunga had to do. did not play on his own. Dunga always had players beside him. Always. Always had move. him. Yeah. That, that's the beauty of him. That's absolutely the beauty of him. Deschamps, the, the, the word water carrier was invented for this fella. Yeah. 
name, a, name a talent that he had. I mean, you know, I couldn't. You know, he probably he was in the rondos. Yeah, exactly. You can't even imagine him just going around kicking people, probably, you know. And then you've got, um, who's the other fella? Lota Mateus. I think out of my three, I won't remove Lota Mateus uh, uh, from that team oh. because Lota Mateus is your ultimate German functional system player. Yeah, Loki agrees. So I agree with you on that. Yeah, I'm happy to be overruled on the other two because, yeah, Just give and well. take. I think really? I think I think P has one 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 really valid show here, and I sort of stared away from it because of my nationality. But go on, P. P. Give me that three. I in the Roy Keane. Um. Oh, sorry for the midfielders or for the strikers. Yeah, midfielders. Yeah, not a Roy Keane. Roy Keane. Edgar Davids and Chabi Hernandez. Right. Let's talk right. about Roy Keane. I think Roy Kane is the most valid of your three to go into the into the ultimate function of midfield, and he will give you an attacking threat as well as the defensive style. Like the, the, he was just a robot. When we talk about pure robots, the fella just went end to end all day long. Like one minute he'd be in the box scoring headers against Juventus, next minute he's clearing off the line in the same match against Juventus. So I'm 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 willing to concede one of my midfielders to to put Roy Kane in. I, think, I just think with Roy Phil, I think you're Roy. I mean, I, I always hark back to match of the day. If Roy Keane wasn't playing, you were happy against you, you know, as as a, as a Liverpool supporter, or if if you're hoping Manchester United were dropping points, he was just everywhere. And you know, somebody makes the point that Roy Keane wasn't functional. He was the most functional Premier League player there's ever oh, been. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. Functional, functional for me is filling the gaps that you know where other players fail. Passing the ball, it's about football. Is about as you know in that position, ten out. Like Javi Hernandez put him in. If you make 90 passes in a game, you want to make sure 89 of them find feet. And that's the functionality of football. For me, that's I'm, that's what Roy Keane I'm, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely yeah. happy to go with Phil and, and uh, Pete's choice about Roy Keane. I think Roy Keane alongside Mateus so far is fucking dangerous. It's can, lethal. That's just lethal. Do you know I am actually disappointed, lads? This is the functional oh. level, and, and we picked a 4 3 3. It should have been a 4 4 2. If ever you're going to go functional, 4 4 is one. Yeah, 4 4 1. But I'll even go 4 4 2 because it's Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson has to be ma- the manager of the functional players, right? Um, yeah. But I, if, if we were to do a 4 4 2, I'd take Roy Kane, I'd take Lothar Mateus, and we could stick David Beckham on the right wing just to stand there and whip across. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that. Looking at our strikers, I yeah. was actually very much contemplating either Beckham or Downing. <laughs> the corridor <laughs> of confusion. <laughs> well, I had three. I had Stuart Ripley, David Beckham, and Stuart Downey <laughs> as, as three functional wingers to throw in crosses Stuart for the strike. Plays his crosses into the corridor of certainty every time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm happy. I'd, I'd have I'd, Beckham, I'd, Beckham on one side, and I'd have Darren Anderson. The I most we, functional uh, left winger I oh ever. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Great shot. I think we fucked up with the formation. You're right. I just yeah. copied Phil's formation. I didn't copy his players. I copied his formation because he was like eager beaver, the first one to post it in the group as he is. And then I just copied the formation. But you're right. We missed out on a fucking trick there. I think, yeah, we, should should have been I think we should revert to 4 4 2. Honestly, a 4 4 2. We'll watch this space with that one, right? And we'll wait till it comes to the forwards <laughs> yeah, and we'll fair, have a little yeah, debate on that. For yeah. the for the partagers, right? So we'll come back to that. We'll go to the forwards now on the the flare team, and you have all gone with two out of the three, and the one that you didn't all agree in should be the fourth one on the list for me. But 
I'm not picking these teams. Lads, we'll leave the Brazilian one for a minute. And we'll start with you as our Argentinian choice. Yep. Diego Maradona. Yep. All three picked him. All three picked Diego Maradona. Are you surprised that that is? Yeah, you're surprised. No, no. No, Pete sometimes goes for sort of out of the out of the curve ones, but if he's gone for Maradona, I'm going for Maradona. Wait, wait, wait. I would take it back. Pete didn't. No, I told you. How did I fucking know? How did I know? It's not gonna. He's not gonna pick the greatest reason. He's the greatest reason why people play football, in my opinion. Possibly, possibly. One of one of one of them. Is, yeah, Diego Maradona in the 1986 World Cup defined 24-7 football and sport for years to come right that's too that's many, too many famous. people have a memory of Diego Maradona from 1990 onwards just of our generation but Diego Maradona before that was was everything good about footballers he was the the, the backstory he was the, the poor kid the scruffy kid fought everything little small fella had yep. to do everything to to succeed and play he was a, a prodigy at 17 he got overlooked for the 78 world cup team by uh, Manotti fell out with him over that but he carried Argentina and people think he carried Argentina to the 86 world cup he did carry Argentina to the 86 world did. cup they're the poor team in my, in my out of the oh, world you're right you're he literally, he, I've said this on a pod before, like he, he was a leader of that team. He would take the blame for no marks that were missing that curfew and Maradona wouldn't let them get the rap. Maradona took the blame. You're talking about a, a guy who was probably only 25, 26 in the 86 World Cup. You know, he was he was a leader at that age. Pete, can you be convinced of putting Maradona into a team here? No, listen. Listen, <laughs> I, I've, I've dropped a clanger here. Now putting Diego Maradona in the no, that's, that's fair enough. Team. Yeah, yeah, we've I've all dropped clangers in our team, and De- that's definitely you know, that, that's, that's a clanger. Howler, definitely. Can, definitely. can I say something? Right, yeah. okay, Keith. I know you're going to disagree with me, and I know we get on to why I don't have a certain person in me Flair Eleven, right? Mm. But everything that that person represents nowadays was invented by Diego Maradona. It's not new, right? The style of play and the methods that happens is all because of yeah. what Maradona suddenly made made realistic to everybody else. He's yeah. perfected it, and that's why I would take him into the other he's team. Done it, he's done it. He's done it nearly seven hundred times, mate. And that's the thing, you know. Yeah, look, I'm well, not going to argue. Not going to sit here and Mar- argue against Maradona. Just can't Maradona, do it. Maradona does it at a time when the pitches are shite and you're allowed to tackle people from the knee down. Right. This and, is an interesting right. shout Phil makes about Messi because I'm sure he's talking about Messi, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I, so that means me and Pete have got Messi in our teams, and Phil hasn't. Is that what it means? Mm-hmm. Yep. No. Okay, so in I don't know how, how, you, how do you want to go about this one. What well, is the you, other one we agree on? So you two haven't got Messi in any of your teams, Chris. You, Chris, you don't have Messi in your in your front three. Okay, you well, that's a howler. Yeah, it is a howler, Chris. It is a howler, but it's it's a, it's it's an acceptable howler, I think, because because Phil's explained why. No, <laughs> I, mean, I, was thinking, I wasn't thinking. You could probably look at it as a, a you know a, a cigarette paper between Maradona and Messi. You can have both. Well, can I say one thing, Keith? And we're talking about the Flair 11, right? And this is where my choice of Flair centre forwards or forwards come from. It's because they have a signature. They have signature skills that you don't see any other players do, right? So when I think of Maradona, his close control in the box, you see loads of players do that nowadays, right? But what his ability to pass on the run, 
without actually looking up or looking anywhere. We're talking about the no-look pass. His game was played as a no-look game. It's it's mm. phenomenal. When I think of Maradona, I think of all the no-look ability that he had. I am very much convinced now, because I've just thought about it, and as Phil was talking, I played it out in my head. Messi, for me, definitely goes into the functional eleven of all time, the best functional player of all time. Because in our flair eleven, when we want our flair players, when they're near the goal, to be back heeling it, crossing mm. it, doing a step over. Messi's just going to score. Yep. <laughs> I think he's the only with the service. Yeah, I tell you what they did. Hang on, hang on, Keith. I'll tell you what the disservice is. I don't want to score yet, Pete. Messi, 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 but Messi makes the incredible look ordinary. I sat behind a goal yeah. watching Liverpool. In the semi-final, and I watched the I watched that man put the ball in the only part of the goal that Allison didn't have covered. Warning: This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Because there's only one you, Views Alto is the vape as unique as you are. With Views by You, you can make your unique mix with any of seven colors, three flavors, three nicotine levels, and infinite wrap designs. So how will you do? You make Views Alto a vape that is yours in store now. Discover more at Views.com. Views charge beyond vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over. Tobacco consumers. Yeah, absolute. People talk about top corner. That ball wasn't on target until it actually curled in. It, it's difficult to explain. He makes it look easy. Now, don't get me wrong. I know what you're saying. He doesn't do a million step overs like Cristiano Ronaldo. He doesn't make it. But beating five and six players at the I peak think he of goes the into both teams. Yeah. It's not I functionality. I, 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 I disagree. And this is where when, when, we, when we come back in 20 years' time and you're watching. Chuby Ubies or whatever it is that it is at that stage, right? And or you can just click your eye and make a comeback. Yeah, right. I I still stand. I do not believe that people will go back to the signature messy goals, right? Because they aren't the goals that make you go. Like you, you see the game and you see what happens and you go, whoa, right? But when you think when you see the other lads' goals and you see the things that they do in the context that they do it in. That's where the difference happens because, and that's what you go back to. When, okay, we're going to talk about our captain of the Flare 11 is Ronaldinho. If you put on a highlights tape of Ronaldinho, he does things there that has never been repeated and will never be repeated. He does stuff that I've never seen a footballer do. He invented the Elastico. I know we no, see he didn't. He perfect. He invented. Rivellino invented the Elastico. No, I'm going. To, I'm going to disagree with you. He invented. Rivellino did a form of the Elastico. Ronaldinho just took, took the Elastico to a whole new generation. He made of, it his own. He made yeah. it. Okay, we agree with Ronaldinho. We agree Ronaldinho possibly captains it or, Ronaldo, or, 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 or Maradona. Either Ronaldinho, one of them. He's all selected, unanimously selected Ronaldinho. So that's Ronaldinho. Honourable shout, honorable, honorable shout goes to Romario. Gav Doyle said in the WhatsApp, I'm ashamed that I didn't give him a mention in my team because he was my hero growing up. The ultimate toe punt finish early, his touches, his brain. Again, just very much like Campos, didn't look like a footballer. You know what I mean? He looks mm-hmm. like a, um, a wrestler, a Mexican wrestler, or something oh, like that. You know? and goals in his career. Yeah, just insane. We talk about brain yeah. and we talk about intelligence. If there was a... Maybe we can do an intelligent 11, mm. footballing intelligent 11 another time. Romario yeah. would be in that one. But he doesn't reach the levels of Ronaldinho, Maradona, and I don't know Pete, if you're going to check Pete, the third Pete. one then. People shouting about Pele, get the boat. Pele was shit. We all know this, right? He's the most overrated footballer of all time, right? He was but, good in escape to victory, but other yeah, than that. Yeah. So what are we doing with that then? 
Keith, what are we doing with the third? How are we going to well, go? Look, Ronaldinho, it, let's not let's give him a bit more than Ronaldinho oh. is an exceptional footballer and he's the epitome of the flair player, isn't he? I mean, people throw Neymar in. Does Neymar make it into this team? No, no ne- Neymar's a shit footballer. He's a pissed no, poor Phil, no, Phil, Neymar no. represents everything that's wrong with the game of football. So he's not that's, not, that's not the yeah. argument we're having he's here. Not there, all Neymar's good at is kissing his ma. That's all Neymar is good at. I'm not in that. He's a magnificent no. flair player. Magnificent no. flair player. It's not. He's a player that has. I don't a care about his character. He's a I don't player. care about him and his mum. He's a he's a pretend flair player. He's a pretend, no. He's not. He's not even in the top five players at the moment. With the right? the, the, the the guys on this list, he, he doesn't get anywhere near. He doesn't get he anywhere near. Does, right? He doesn't. No, that's fair. Fighting. That's fair. Yeah. I agree with that. But honorable mention, not even honorable because he's not honorable. But he gets a mention because he's a just, he's a bloody good player. I'd be more comfortable giving Christoph Stoichkov. I'd put Firmino into this team before Neymar. An honorable mention. Yeah, Honestly, to be honest, not Neymar. He just hasn't done anything. He he's not getting the team, so there's no point arguing about him. Yeah. I agree well, he doesn't get the team. Well, well, into Ronaldinho to him here, lads. Come on. Ronaldinho, lads, I'll tell you, right? Ronaldinho also invents the no-lift shot. Yeah. He's the only fella that can take a shot from 40 yards without lifting his yeah. foot off the ground. I've never no seen it. The, the no-look pass he invents. I've never seen a player since Ronaldinho be able to take a shot from 40 yards out with no backlift. No. Like they talk about Matt Letizia doing it from 25 yards, but Ronaldinho does this. And this, the goals he scores, the power he generates in both his feet, like this isn't just off a left foot or a right foot. This is a fella who just pulled up just outside the center the, the center circle and goes, right, see the goalkeeper off his line, ping, bang. The vision, everything about Ronaldinho, it's not just what he brought to the game, his ability that to see and, make, and be aware of everything that was going on, the space around the pitch is just Guys. off the track. Absolutely, we all agree on Ronaldinho's description. And one of the things I use to describe Ronaldinho is, and I think I was on a show with Keith and Pete where I said, these days the games they make, sort of the PS4, you know, whatever they're called, the yeah. all the pro evolution, all the skills are based, in my opinion, on what Ronaldinho used to do 10, yeah. 12 years ago. You know, that's that, that's that's the way to look at it. But John OG says something there, and he's mentioned a player there, and I, I, I'm traumatized that we can't put him into a no, team. No, he's in my team. He's in my team. He's in your team, Pete. He's in my team. Yeah, he's in my team. He's in my team. I, I, I'm, I'm, do you know what, lads? Keith, I know you're going to have the final say, but I'm very close to you, right? And I'm going to plea with you to put Ronaldo in this team and then we'll do a controversial switch because I think me and Phil agree on the Messi because he has to be in a team, but he goes into the all-time great function. Well, really. he's, the, he's the best finisher. He's the best finisher of all so time. Therefore, like, so therefore, he goes into... I've never seen anybody make... make you've got to make space for Ronaldo oh, R9. I don't care what anyone says. Ronaldo R9. Come the on. problem we have with this, Roy, is... Go on. Ronaldo, Roy... El Phenomena, whatever. Mm. He, he hadn't got injured. If he hadn't got injured, right? he, mm. in my opinion, is the greatest finisher of all time. He'd be the, probably possibly the greatest player of all time. But he got injured, and he was still amazing when he got injured. Lads, Johan Cruyff, as a flair player, is so, so underrated. Yeah, what Johan Cruyff done to football as a whole, as a player, as a coach. Yeah, you didn't pick him though. I did. Oh, Phil picked Wait, him in the forwards. Mm. Yep. Grizz, just so oh. you know, you picked him. My forward line was I Ronaldinho, know. 
Um, who do we pick? Ronald Daniel and Maradona. They, they were, were my three as well. But yeah, but, uh, but the uh, general G's just reminded me Brazil Ronaldo, and that sent shivers up my spine. That's the effect that he has on me. Oh, you agree? So, it's so Johan Cruyff is is sexy. Is 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 oh, is like Lalana, you know. Do you know what I mean? What? No, it's hard. It is hard. I think, in, fair, in fairness, in fairness, when we talk about Cruyff, it kind of transcends the game. It, it's more, it's more what he did, you know, for, in general. It, it transcends as a player. Trans, it's about the game. It's about, it's about managing players while you're still playing. It's about changing the way people think about football. It's about changing attitudes to the game as a sport. Guys, I've just thought, Maradona, Ronaldinho and Ronaldo, come on, are we really saying that that's not, I, that's not pay-per-view? Like, Johan Cruyff invented a turn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's named The first guy that suffered the Johan Cruyff, I mean, I think he's still looking for him. We're talking about about Flair. If a fellow on the penalty with Jesper, Jesper Olsen where they passed it and done a one yeah. two and left like Johan Cruyff is an innovator, he's a flair yeah. innovator, total football. Johan Cruyff, is there anyone we can take out of the midfield then to put <laughs> <on coaching>? <laughs> <laughs> Well, think about it. So, you want to take Loudrop out and put Cruyff into the you midfield? You talking about changing the formation, we could change the formation and take out Loudrop, put in t- Johan Cruyff. I tell you what, and we could put do. in R9. I have a better idea. I tell you what we can so, do. We can take Loudrup out and put Ronaldinho in as the as the front of the two lads in midfield, right? So we can get one, Ronaldinho to drop back ahead of the two behind the three. Exactly right, and then behind the three, then either side of Ronaldo, we can have uh, Maradona on one side, and we can have Cruyff on the other, and we have Brazilian Ronaldo up front on the top. I'm sold. Mm. Right, so we're putting Cruyff and Brazilian Ronaldo in here. Yeah, we have to. We have to. Yeah. And Kev is, Kev is right. This we're heading into the four-two-four um, destination of total that's football and Brazilian fine. teams of the seventies. So we're, and that's we're fine. This is the main. We've made it realistic. Goals. We haven't. We haven't just done what retards do and put players out of position and just. Like, <laughs> we've made sense of it. No, we really have. We've made yeah. sense of it. Yeah. Um, before we move on, fifty-nine likes. Come on, lads, lash them in. We're having a bit of crack, but we're keeping you entertained, surely. Uh, Dave Lennon, CR seven as a sub. Dave, I'd argue that he should be in the functional eleven as well. I oh, think there's not much flaring about him. Like he does loads of stepovers, and it's meant to look flary and everything, right? But what the way he actually plays, he plays in very straight lines, which is very functional and robotic. Exactly. And his head, his headers, his headers is about jumping in the air. What a so, header! Like, what a header of a football! What a header of a football! I mean, to yeah. be honest with you, that guy, if that guy decides to play as a static number nine, you know, until he's 45, he'll do well. I mean, super slow mo like and function. ultra HD TVs have done lots for him, in fairness. Yeah. I think Shawnee picked him uh, as the best hedger of all time, and I didn't yeah. argue. Yeah. I thought well, do you know what, lads? Let's let's talk. So we before we move on, we'll run, recap our flare eleven. We've got Manuel Neuer in goal, Cafu, Marcelo, Lucio, and Van Dijk at the back. Very flared. We've got Hullet. We've now got Hullet and Zidane in midfield. Hullet and Zidane in midfield on the road. Yeah, with Ronaldinho, <laughs> Johan Cruyff, Diego Maradona, and Ronaldo. Lads, that's outrageously flared. I like that. <laughs> Messi isn't in the team. I'm not happy. Both. No, well, let's let's discuss. Let's discuss. So, 
that's the team done does that I like it. Put a blade and put a fork in them there. Don't FC Portage. We've got Ray Clements, Javier Zanetti, Philip Lamb, Paolo Maldini, um Giorgio Chiellini. We've got Roy Keane and Lothar Mateus as our only midfield options at the moment because we're switching to a more conservative 4-4-2 to come back to 4-3-4. So, how are we, we going to... Let's look at our options for the forwards that you have, right? right. So, I think, I think yeah. we all picked awful ones. Well, no, do you know I, what I picked quality Messi ones. In. We're, okay, Messi go into the, we're going to put Messi into the functionals. Yeah, are we all agreeing on that? He has yes. I didn't think of that, but Phil has made sense of it. If you don't think he's flared enough and he's he's very robotic and alien, like we'll put him into. The he's game. the best alien in the world ever. Football he's, he's ever seen. If you were to cre- if you were to create a footballer through artificial intelligence, right, to be the best footballer in the world, yeah. they would create Chris. They would create your man Messi. Yeah, Can't a, remember tall, a tall version, a tall version of Messi. Sam but, yeah, probably tall. Maybe with, mm-hmm. with Ronaldo's height and, and head and power. That's the, that's the only bit that, that you add in, right? So are we, where, where are we playing? What's going on with the formation? I'm confused. Well, four, let's four, just, we'll put Messi has to go in, right? So we're going to go with a 4 4 2. If you need to, you could put Messi on the left hand side of a 4 4 2. It's well, I, think, I think we should put him in as the little fella after big fella in a 4 4 2. Yeah. So more of a 4 4 1 1. Yeah, a bit like when Rafa used to play with with Gerard just behind Torres. Yeah, but had the lads more yeah. functional on the wings as opposed to being as yeah. attack minded. Yeah, there you go. So we'll do that. So we're only looking for one then. So let's look at the options you've thrown in. So Grizz and Phil have both gone for Thomas Muller. Phil has well, there also you gone go. for Lewandowski. <laughs> No yeah. way, Lewandowski! What a player! What a f- he's got everything, but he has he's not he's not he's not boring, and he's but not. He has, uh, he he has, but he, ha- he hasn't Brent got flair. Yeah, oh, he has got flair. No. Lovely touch. Oh, you no. watch him play. You don't think boring? I think I, no. I think I think again. If I'm going to if I'm going to design a striker, I design Lewandowski. Muller. Now. Muller, Lewandowski, that's who Phil has. And Phil had gone for Messi in any way in his functional forwards, right? Grizz has gone for Muller, Klose and Shearer. P has gone Shearer, Batistuta and Kevin Keegan. So we've changed our criteria. Yeah. Here. So Keith, 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 um, block your man on Borg quickly. What? That's that's not the Owen Burke. That's a fake one. Yeah. Owen Burke's a good fella. Well, what's going on? There's just I'm just seeing something appearing up there. There's there's G's and GEs coming in. So just I don't know what's happening there. Like if it's, if it's Owen Burke, he won't. He's a good fella. This must be a fake one or something. No, I reckon he's just going to spell out something like Leighton Gerd Muller or something. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good fella. Sorry, go on, Keith. So, Wait, sorry, one forward. I, I, don't I don't know what Phil's done to this formation. I haven't got a clue. All I know is Messi's playing in the hole. Yeah, but right. what we said instead of it being four three three because the 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 functional eleven probably wouldn't be. They'd be more conservative, and we've gone with. Uh, so, give me one forward right, to play as the lone target man. Two of them have gone with Shearer. Phil, I know is 
dying inside at the thoughts of Alan Shearer being in this team. Can you be convinced? Next Here's question. a celebration. <laughs> oh, no, no, how many times did you see that celebration? No. He's not even he's not even a good functional forward. He was just your English centre forward in the nineties. Easily replaced. He was shit at Southampton as well, right? So like this this is this is not this is not good enough. The, the lads that we picked, I'd rather pick Harry Kane over Alan Shearer if you want to go for pure functional centre forward. Owen's a good good bloke. He was trying to spell yeah. Gert Muller. That's fair enough. Yeah. I've had that's fair enough, Owen. Sorry, sorry, I just want to just <laughs> yeah. being careful. So basically, look. Rushy, Rushy was the show key that I threw in that if you're going to throw Alan Shearer into the conversation, then you go for the better version, which was Ian Rush. How about Shevchenko? And Shevchenko, I don't disagree with you here because that's where the Lewandowski show comes from as well. They're both these, if you think of archetypal number nine, to be fair, you could pick Van Basten, but he just did outrageous things in his career. So you can't say, you can't say Van Basten. I didn't pick him. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mention. But I, I would definitely, in my head, I'm going with, I was going with Lewandowski, but Shevchenko will go with as well. Again, a perfect number, big man to go alongside a little man and Messi. If, if you're gonna go, if, I was going just going to say, Keith, if you're going to go down the route of Lewandowski and who's the other one we just mentioned? Shevchenko. Shevchenko. Then you got to pick. You got to put him to the side and then bring Bad Stuter. Let, let, let me make the case for Bad Stuter, right? Yeah. Big, right. strong. I'll be straight uh, back. Superb header of a football, superb header of a football, as good of a volley of a football as you see, can hold it up, was very good at the start of his career, very, very good at the end of it, when the pace went, was still functional, that's my case for, and obviously did the numbers, the case for Kevin Keegan is, what was he great at? No, you can't do Interna- anything international, great. international superstars. Yeah, no, but exactly. Yeah. He wasn't great at anything, but he still did the numbers. You know, for me, Kevin Keegan, you can't have him in the that's, team. That's with nah, you're, you're underwriting Kevin Keegan there. He's he's, he's one of those. What was he great at? What was he, he great at? Though? He was, he was good at everything, but excellent at nothing. Yeah, but, but that's the definition. That's the skills. Definition skills, twitches, torns. European Player of the Year, World Player of the Year. Like to ignore Kevin Keegan is to is to ignore. But then again, we put Messi into that position, so he's not getting in ahead of Messi. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm Messi, saying. And that's why I'm making, it, making the case for about the stool. Oh, Henrik Larsson's a great show. No. You know, outrageous. He's not good enough, in fairness. But bad he's, bad he's, not, he's not good enough to make the Flair 11, so but he wouldn't be in the non-Flair 11. I, I still to Shevchenko or Lewandowski. That would be one I'd love to open up to the public and say, which one would you go for if you're going to go for a Flair? If you're going to go for your functional number nine, who was the most functional number nine out of those three? Yeah. Out of what three? Mm-hmm. Because they're generational, they're yeah, almost yeah. they're almost a generational striker. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. after you go, you go from Badistu to to Shevchenko, and then you go to Lewandowski. They're like the the continuation of this yeah. long line of the great of number the, of the yeah of the um, lethal centre forward. Very archetypal number nines. That's the yeah. Raul isn't getting a show either, but then again, see, Messi is in the hole, so Raul yeah. will be the greatest functional number seven if we didn't have Messi in that side. Yeah, yep, agree. So, who did we go for? Bastuta. I'd go the Argentinian back. connection. Can you somebody imagine? Said, they're the same wavelength. Somebody saying Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez should be in the would have been in the Flair eleven if you're going to put him in because he's just outrageous. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? 
It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Yeah. The way he plays. He was flair the same way, and I know we've put Messi. He's on the bench. No, but Luis Suarez is a player that gets you on the edge of your seat. And yep. you know, we, he certainly is a flair, but he's not functional. He's fucking as unorthodox as it gets. Yeah. I'd I'd i lean towards Batistuta as well yep. in this because Butcher Guayno is another good show there by own. Centre forward who was just all about goals. In Zaggy, another one always offside, but he just lived to score goals. Chris Sutton. Oh, Chris Sutton, yeah. yeah. Why not? Kevin, Ke- Kevin Olden. ironic if he got in ahead of Shearer. Is, is Andy Carroll. Inzaghi's not... In Z- you know, if As you're going to go Inzaghi, then you're going to have to go Gert Muller. Yeah. Somebody's mentioned Gert Muller. If you're going to go Inzaghi, then you're going to have to go Gert Muller. And yeah. if you're going to go Gert Muller... Vierdi. Christian Vieri's a great show. Christian but he's Vierdi's not... But he's, he's not, he's not as good as a better no, I don't think he's as a robot. I think he's a. I think Christian Vieira is one of my favorite players of that era. I think he falls between the two teams here. Mm-hmm. I think he's not porridge enough for this. The Ikea's and I don't think he's flared enough for the for the flares. Mike Neal, that own book is thrown in. I think Shearer is a very good show. I think you're just being racist. I don't like Alan Shearer. I can't stand. Yeah, that's racist. Yeah, it's not really. He's a bald white man like myself, you know. Gary Lineker, Dave Lennon. That's a fantastic show. Shira, you lot sleeping on Shira. Shira was insane. Me, Gary Lineker is a poor man's in rush. So uh, you're, you're right. You're right. Klinsman. Yeah. Klinsman's another good one. Rudy Vollar is another one. Yeah. Gareth Muller. Gareth Muller. Gareth Muller. Go but then you're gonna have to change the system, Phil. Then you're gonna have to go. Uh, yeah. You're gonna have to ch- change uh, Messi to the right, mm. and then who are you gonna bring in the left? I can't None, of them, left. Do, none of them will oh. do what Badders do. Will do for Messi up top. Mm. I think so. Yeah, I don't think really to go. Absolute clinical. I'm going, boys. I'm over the only you see. I'm going back to steal it. Crespo was a great show as well. So then, what, so then what have we got left to pick? Two midfielders now to put in on this team. Beckham is going not. on the right-hand side. I is happy to have a Beckham in there. Was he a bit flirty, like, with his mohawk and his no. earrings and his like, sarongs? And no, all that sort of shit? no. He wanted, he wanted everyone to ignore the fact that... Yeah. Ever, he wanted everyone to ignore the fact that all he could do was cross a ball and yeah. take a free kick. Like, his, his whole repertoire was cross a ball. He couldn't run fast, so you had no. to set your whole team up that he could just sit in his zone on the right-hand side and you'd have a great right-back behind him. I think, does this- I, I think I've got two shouts for Beckham's position, but possibly Beckham wins because he's a celebrity. I think Dirk Coit and Antonio Valencia. Mm. Yeah, but there are better options than that. Ken will be going on that. Well, well, in my original team, in my original, I got overruled, Zanetti was my right-winger in my Porridge eleven. But see, see with Zanetti still in this team he can cover uh, he can do Beckham's running up and down the pitch room Beckham doesn't, can just stay, sit there and be the no, right Beckham. no Beckham comes in field because you've got to remember the midfield we've got mm. not many should I say hard workers in terms of covering ground Beckham will help covering ground so you're right Zanetti can go on the overlap 
Mm. Beckham can come inside with Keane and Gullit. Yeah. Messi's got a free role. Messi hasn't got a role in this team. And I think that leaves us with a left winger or whatever, left midfielder or whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Think, I can't think of anyone at the top of my head. John Barnes. Darren Anderson. Ah. John Barnes. Isn't John he Barnes is, is Mr. Silk, man. Come on. Darren Anderson. Giggs is, Giggs is a good shout. Straight oh, I'm not going with a man, you know, your midfield there, lads. We've uh, Beckham there looking to see uh, already. Andre Konchelskis. Yeah. Lee Sharp. What's Lee Sharp doing these days? He hasn't got on a team in ages. Let's, let's give him a bleeding hook up. Quinton Fortune. I can't think of a... I think, no, listen, we've named some absolute porridges, but we're talking... We're talking the world. The world. Right. Yeah. And I can, I can buy into the Beckham one because... He was very good at what he done, but what he done oh, was very yeah. fucking functional. It was Antonio Nunes. So you're being silly now. We've got an hour and thirty six minutes in without <laughs> you being silly. But now you're being silly. He done well for Nedved. one hour thirty six minutes. It's, it's there. Uh, Emma Cavanaugh three. Nedved. Functional left sided midfielder. Nedved. Would you be happy with Ed Nedved on the wide side of a midfield? It, it's either him or Mark Overmars. Oh, no, good not shout. Nedved. Not a Nedved. a different level of footballer. Different level. If, if things are tough, Nedved could street fight as well. He can get, get stuck in, yeah. you know, and then he could turn it on. It's Nedved. Like guys, 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 guys. Red Steve. I mean, how he's not in a <laughs> functional 11 of all time is beyond me. We've got to make it. He's like the Messi of... You know, system players. I don't know. I mean, Jamie Milner is James Milner is is the original IKEA. Is Papa Nedved a a, a better shell for that? Is he? uh, Yeah, he was. He he was the James Milner of the Juventus side for four hundred years. I'm going. I'm happy with Nedved. That's a great shell. Did he win the European Championships of the Czech Republic? So no, we run it up. Oh no, they were runner up. Germany won it. No, we won it. Yeah, yeah. No, Germany. Golden goal. scored there. So because you so, got to remember, the, because you got to remember the, the 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 boring eleven ain't gonna play out with out and out wingers and spread this fucking game. No, there's gonna be no space anywhere yeah. on the pitch. Yeah. So the midfielders picked actually makes sense. It's just it's just gonna play in triangles and blocks and cover spaces. Yeah. So. I'm happy with I'm give, happy with uh, give the give the ball to Messi and let him find space to feed Badastute if he needs to or score himself. That's, it's that's, basically that's two up front. Team of this team, yeah. That that's the sort of the game plan. So lads, we've we've come to a, an agreement on this. We'll run through the teams again, right? So we've got the, the what? Cambiasso. What a shout! Yeah, yeah, that's an incredibly Hatchet, functional Hatchet, man. footballer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to... I've just thought of someone, man, but I don't know yeah. where he would go in. Quick, Iron Robin, functional, functional from, superb. For me, he falls into that into the Vierdi gap where he yeah. was flary enough to be flareful, but yeah. not flary enough to be in the flare. I level. think I think he's functional, but he doesn't get into this. I think he's too flary for the functional will, level. Will he do it? He's so the most successful win trick ever. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. But that's how good it was. What a yeah. show by Avo that Nedved's always were too close together. To, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Nedved. Now look, Nedved's in. Nedved's in. He looks like Patrick Swayze in point break. He's in for now. And now he's the director of football, which means that he has that pointy head syndrome, which you need to be in the functional side of the football game. Right, because most most of these lads are pointy heads when it comes back to it. Right, so you've got I can't remember who was in goal again. Ray Clements, right? Yeah. He was coach and wrote books yeah. and did all that type of stuff. And Zanetti is known as a, as an educated footballer. We have yeah. uh, Philip Lamb has a doctorate in economics and has yeah. given his advice and he's yeah. part of now the Bayern Munich setup. Yeah. Can't remember who any of the rest of that. So yeah, Ned Fed as I'm a director. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through the teams. Right, we'll go through the teams. We'll start with the flair team. And we'll put this to a vote on the Twitter page. We'll put these two teams up and let people vote on who they think would win. Yeah. So the Flair team, we've got Manuel Moore, Cafe Marcelo, Lucio Van Dijk, Hulle, Zidane, Ronaldinho, Cruyff, Maradona, and Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo. Outrageous. Right? So it's a 4 2 4. Flexible Sexy. that it could be a 4 1 5 if we really yeah. wanted it to. Uh, and then they're up against the brick wall of Clemens. Zanetti, Lam, Maldini, and Chiellini. That is an outrageous defense. <laughs> <laughs> just as well. Just as well. In front it's of them, be. they're going to have Roy Keane and Lothar Mateus. They're going to have, they're going to be flanked by David Beckham and Pavel Nedved. And they're going to have Messi in front of them and Gabriel Batistuta. So there's goals in that team. Outrageous. It's going to be hard to break down. So I think there's, you know, the flair team is sexy. It is like, you know, Olay, Samba football, all that sort of stuff. But well, I think the Porridgers are going to take a bit of beating in that. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah. The last the last two shouts, which is the fair one, I'm going with Diego Simeone as the manager of the Porridgers. Right? <laughs> I don't think you can get any more of a functional manager than Diego Simeone. Right? I think and I'm going to say Pep Guardiola for the flair. You can clap. It's made for clap. Guardiola made that Barcelona, Barcelona, that Barcelona team. Pep Guardiola. So I suppose just, Frank Reichard. He just robbed fucking your Johan Cruyff, like so. Do you, you want to make Johan Cruyff the manager? He's a player manager. Yeah. No. Oh, he's in the team, isn't he? If he mm. wasn't, we could have perfect, him, perfect for him the manager. 11. So yeah, Flair Eleven actually is in. He's the Flair manager. Perfect. They don't have a manager. It's the Flair Eleven. Now I think we're doing a disservice to Pep Guardiola by not making him. The manager put of the put him in the eleven. Orange eleven, in fairness, Pep. Well, no, Ben. Ben Ebbett makes a great show. Marcelo Bielsa has to be the Flair Eleven's manager. That's fair as well. The and man only is, is. Yeah, stupid. but Phil, 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 Bielsa teams. Can you imagine this Flair Eleven running? How much of Bielsa team wants his man team to run? I can't. Uh, you can't. Actually, Pep, Pep, Pep. Pep's the one. I, I know we all hate him. I can imagine real. I can imagine Ruth Huller telling them to fuck off <laughs> and letting them tell everybody what they're doing. Then now, now mm. I have a, I have a, I have a. What was your man, the the greatest ever manager of flair players of all time? Who was he? Rinas yep. Mikels. No, Rinas Mikels. Real Madrid manager at the nineties. Oh, um, oh, uh, the one who won all the big things. The Del Bosque. He managed all. He managed the, uh, his d- generation of player players. Who managed the Who managed the Galacticos? Was it Del Bosque? Daddy didn't change him. Then it's Del Bosque. Then it's Del Bosque. Yeah. If you manage the Galacticos, then it's Del Bosque. 
Estel Bosque for me. He, he's the he's the only one that was able to put all those flair players onto a pitch and win it until Zidane comes along. But since Zidane is in the team, he's not managing it. So it's and Del Bosque. Simeone and Simeone for the other one. Yeah, the key was Makaleli. To be honest with you, you know, it's more than anything was putting Makaleli <laughs> amongst all them stars and just telling them just to you know right. to, to first names are true. Well, can, can, yeah. can, can, we're going to put a vote up but can I just tell everyone that's watching right that, uh, thanks for watching for, for the force bit right but we are going to do another follow up to this which will be Nut Job 11 right and we get versus, a Columbia jersey out for that one again yeah we get we get Nut Job 11 versus I can't remember I can't think we'll think up of another 11 to play against right yeah football oh, intelligence football. 11 football intelligence mm. 11 Nut job eleven versus the 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 yeah. So the ones that had the physical attributes but were mad and mental against yep. just the intelligent ones where space was you know beautiful yep. and just used yeah. space as a as a, hard, as a weapon. Hard, hard man eleven versus yeah, yeah exactly hard man eleven. Yeah, hard man eleven. Nut job eleven versus yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. How we can deal with this? This has legs. So listen, thanks everyone for joining us tonight. It was a bit of fun <laughs> back to get us over the international break. As Phil said, I think it's something we will come back to. Certainly, if it's a, maybe if it's a forum or it's under some other umbrella, I think these sort of shows are a good interactive bit of crack. Mm. Um. So it's it was great to have the lads on. I just before we finish up, I just want to say Wednesday night we have a quiz. Um. Andy is going to be the quiz master and myself, Gav and Jamie Home are going to be on there. It's Premier League era. I'm not too happy about that. I like me black and white stuff. So That's a great show. Jer Carl's Nut Job 11 versus a Shithouse 11. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And someone technical help out my man here because he says he watches us. He usually watches us on YouTube, now TV, but can't like unless you pause the screen. What does he mean by that? Anybody know what he means by that? I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that one out. All right. Um, and yeah, give them some guidance in terms of us. Let's see if we can find some money. Yeah. Um, so, look, as you said, we have a, a quiz on Wednesday. We'll be, I don't know what else is planned. I think, um, Grizz, have you went this week or are you quite? Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll watch this space, is it? Watch this space type thing. Yeah. Grizz, yeah. I, have, I have an idea. Think, what about this, lads? If, if Gav can hook up his Xbox with FIFA, right, and sets up the two teams and gets the computer to play itself, then we can find out who could win in this match. Do you not think that would be a brilliant idea? To, we could play a magnificent one idea. Yeah, it's a fantastic show. All day is going to be in there. I don't know what way this FIFA works with uh, Legends. Let, I'm sure we can figure Let's figure it out and, and we'll do it. If we have to pay for it, we'll do it. But That's we'll a magnificent great. idea. Yeah, even if, even if it's just a 10 minute match, just to throw it on to see what the real outcome is, we can get do a poll on Twitter and then get FIFA to be played two computer teams so there's no people involved and just let them play out and see what will happen because the computer decides them. Yep, good idea. Mm. I do like that. I do like that. I think we might struggle for a couple of them, but you never know. Yep, um, we'll see. Great idea. So, yeah, we'll be back as you said, quiz on Wednesday, fat back four on Sunday, and maybe one or two little other drops in between. But look. Grizz, thanks for joining me tonight. Me and yourself making our debut on the forum. It was fun. It was interesting. Yeah, amazing. Absolute honour. Thank you for inviting me on. Excellent. Peter, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Quite regular these days on, on these uh, waves. Thanks for joining Never us. Never a chore. Never a chore. Big love from Spain. That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. And Phil, a regular on the forum. Thank you for joining us. I hope you had fun. I hope you fell in love with football a bit again for the last hour and a half. Who, me? Yeah. Bear down. That's all I care about now. <laughs> get, get wrap this up, Keith. Wrap this. I want, I want to see. I want to see Lamar Miller run for 150 yards tonight, right? So that's that's all I care about at this moment in time. There you go. Go Bears. Go Bears.
you say <laughs> that, you know, but would he get into the functional or the flare eleven? That's what we want to know. Depends on whether he's come back from this ACL. The Titans will miss him. Come on. <laughs> there you go. Well, listen, look, this has been the forum. It's been a bit of crack, and we'll see us all again soon. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green green today turn off your laptop we're on staycation i'm on totalwine.com they have so many rosés chardonnays and proseccos it feels like a real vacation wondrous selection helpful guides ridiculously low prices total wine and more sports social podcast network